Hi, welcome to Pronouncing English with Pam. Today we're going to talk about numbers in our everyday speaking and how to chunk them. Chunking is a funny name. It sounds like something that would happen if you ate a lot of cookies. I don't use this word very often, but I want to tell you that the word chunking means that we're referring to a process of taking individual pieces of information and grouping them into larger units. Specifically today, we're going to talk about numbers and how to split them or maybe not. So sometimes we say them in groups and sometimes we say them individually. And today I'll explain that to you. I also want you to keep in mind that I am giving you the American English pronunciation. This could be different if you are speaking Canadian English, and of course, British English, Australian English, Irish English, any other kind of English. This is as if you were living in the United States and you wanted to know how to pronounce the way the natives do. And if you know anything about these lessons, I'm going to squeeze in a few tidbits of information. What's a tidbit, you might ask? It's a small, particularly interesting item of information. A tidbit. It's fun to say. Maybe you can tell someone you have a tidbit of information. It sounds like something that should come with crackers and cheese. Seems like I have food on my mind today. Let's begin with telephone numbers. Now, in the United States, we write three numbers and then three numbers, and then four numbers. There are two different ways that you can write it. You can write these numbers and divide them up with dashes. Or the newer way is that you can put a period after each of these numbers. One way or another, you have to separate the numbers. Three numbers and then a dash, three numbers and then a dash or use a period. But that's not specifically how we chunk it. We do chunk the first three numbers. So that's our area code. I might say it like this, 412. If you notice, I'm putting stress on that last number, just like how I often tell you to put stress on the last main word of a phrase. I want you to know that the last number right before my pause is... Two, four, one, two. Then I might say the phone number, and I would say it like this. The next three numbers come out. Four, seven, one. My last four numbers, I actually do chunk them into groups of two. I still say the numbers individually. That means I'm not going to say like 24, 72. I'm going to say each number separately but I really separate those two. Listen to this. If my last four numbers of my phone number is 1324, did you notice how I grouped them together? Now let me tell you this number all together. My number is 412-471-1324. What's your phone number? Practice saying it out loud. If your number has a zero in it, you have a choice. 
You can say zero, which is the appropriate number word for that, or you can say O, which somehow is a smaller way of saying zero. It's just like you're saying the letter O since they both look alike, but you are allowed to say O. So let's pretend that your area code is written 609. You can say it that way, or you can say 609. The only thing I want to warn you about is it's easy to link when you're saying O. I might say it like this, 609, 609. And that's okay, but somebody may not hear that number as well as if you said it individually. So you might want to say 609. Don't link the sounds together, 609. They might not hear that. Now, when you're reading credit card numbers or account numbers, if they're written a certain way with dashes, you can chunk the numbers the way it's written. So for a credit card, it might be something like 4175, 362, 0195, 441, or something like that. I just made that up. If that's somebody's credit card number, I'm really sorry. (laughs) When they ask you for the expiration date, it's written in numbers. So instead of saying the month, you can just say 11-13. That would be November of 2013. That wouldn't make sense because it expired. But you get the point. If you have a large group of numbers and they're not separated for you, I would say to go ahead and still put pauses in to make sure your listener is understanding what you're saying. So every two, three, or four numbers, put a pause in. Okay, well, here in the United States, we have addresses, the number, and then a street name. So if you want to order a pizza and you want it to be delivered to your house, you need to know how specifically to say your address. We have some choices with the numbers. They can often be grouped together. So if you had a number, let's say your address had two numbers, two, three. You could say my address is two, three, Smith Street. Or you could say 23 Smith Street. If your number is three digits long, let's pretend it's 113 Maple Avenue. You could say my address is 113 Maple Avenue. Or you could say 113 Maple Avenue. So you can say the first number and then group the last two. And if you had an address that's four numbers long, you can say them individually and remember to group them two and two. So let's pretend your address is 2289. You would say it like that, 22, pause, 
Poplar Street. Or you could say 2289 Poplar Street. That seems like that's easy to hear also. Let's practice a little bit more. If you had an address that was 1281. Now, did you hear? I already grouped them for you. 1281 Marshall Boulevard. I'm just making these up. Or you could say 1281. Marshall Boulevard. If you had a street address of 5308, there I'm using the O, or I could say 5308, or 5308. So you get the idea? You can say all of the numbers individually, and I still group them in twos. Or you can say them and group them together and use the tens, like 52, 20. That's the number portion of our street. I did want to point out that our street names are, there are a lot of strange names. And they all end with, it might say street or avenue, drive, Boulevard. There could be a street where the last part is circle. You could live on brown circle or lane or even road. So they're really funny. And actually, if you look up Wikipedia street names, they tell you all around the world about different street names. I found those pretty interesting. Maybe you will too. I did learn something on the internet today while writing this program. I learned that zip code, actually the word zip, stands for something. So all of my life, never knew that. This could be interesting conversation around the dinner table. Zip stands for zoning improvement plan. Who knew that? I didn't. Did you? Well, we have zip codes. And they're always five numbers or nine numbers. The post office added more numbers so that they could be very specific with how to deliver the mail. I only use the five numbers, but I don't know. Am I wrong? I'm not sure. So my zip code, I could say, is 15217. Even though all five numbers are written individually, 15217, I still really chunk them. I say the first three and then the last two. Could you hear that? Even if I did it quickly, I'm still chunking them. And remember, I'm probably stressing that last number right before the next group. Listen, I'll say it as fast as I can. Oh, you'd like my zip code? It's 15217. Can you still hear how those are grouped together? Here's some practice for you. Say these. 99501. 
or there's that zero. So I might say 99501. How about 96828? When I was growing up, my father owned a flower shop. One of my favorite jobs was to drive the flower delivery van and deliver flowers on Mother's Day or Valentine's Day. It was a lot of fun. And the packages were divided up by the zip code numbers so that all of my packages were just delivered to one area of the city. And the whole reason why you are listening to this lesson is because just this past week, someone asked me how to pronounce the year. It was written in a story, and we were talking about the story, and she didn't know how to say it out loud. So this is how the whole thing started, and let's talk about how to pronounce the year. This is the final part of my tidbits of information for you. So the year... We have 2021, but I would say 2021. Let's say you were writing down that you were born in 1975. So you would just write 1975, but you could chunk those numbers, group them, and say them in the tens. 19. 75. That's the way we say all of the years. Now, when the year is written specifically with the zero as the third number, you are going to say, oh, let's practice that. Let's say you're reading something and the year is written 1602. Read it as 1602. Or let's say the year is 1508. How would you read that? 1508. How about if the year was written 1901? How would you say that? Did you say 1901? That's the correct way. But let's put the zero in another place. How about if the year was written 1066? Now we're going to group those numbers. Say 1066. In the year 1066. If you were born in 1993, you would say, I was born in 1993. So practice saying today's date. Practice saying your birth date. And when were you born? What year were you born? With the holidays coming up, maybe you'll be buying a lot of presents and calling on the phone and having to tell people your address or your zip code. So now you have ways of pronouncing these numbers and where to put the stress and the pauses. I've managed to say a lot about these numbers. I hope you learned something. If so, please let me know. You can find me on Facebook under Pro Accent Coaching. You can contact me or find me on my website, proaccentcoaching.com. Or come back next week. There'll be a new lesson for you on any of these podcast places to find me. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Bye for now.